Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Business and Books with Molly McCord, where every week we talk about ways to support your business and books out there in the world. I work mostly with solopreneurs, moms, authors, indie authors, anyone who is really committed to building up their passion and their work out in the world. I tend to connect with individuals who are awake, who are conscious, and who are really ready to do business in a different way on this planet, who want to do it with serious intentions, with joy, with an understanding of their gifts, but also to make money, to establish a real foundation in their business, and to make sure that it can go for the long term. So that's what we look at here every week, are ways that I can help you do that. Uh, my name is Molly McCord, and I am an author of 10 books. All, uh, most of my books are digital, paperback, and audiobooks. I have worked one-on-one with numerous clients all over the globe, and I've also done a lot of work in sales, marketing, business development, and communications uh, for 25 years. So I take all of that and I help you. And I want you to do it correctly. I want you to really get in the game with confidence and to know that you can do this. So in today's episode, we're going to look at some business trends for 2018. Now, depending on when you listen to this episode, you'll know um, if this is accurate or not, but I'm just going to share with you what I've been observing and noticing online and in business overall. This is to help you get an idea of where we're moving towards and what needs to change, what is changing, how you can have a heads up, and also how you can embrace it. Because there's some parts of where we're going with our businesses that are always uncomfortable, right? It's outside of that comfort zone. It's the things you don't really want to do or you hesitate to do, but it's actually the way forward. It's what will help catapult you into the next level or the next area of success. So today's show is about those 12 business trends uh, that I am going to, I'm going to say I'm predicting for 2018. And if you're new to the show, please be sure and check out previous episodes because I've covered quite a bit of good information. I use this podcast to help develop a connection with you. This is information, of course, that I'm sharing freely. Um, Yes, I could charge for it. Yes, I could say, well, you have to take a webinar and pay for it. But I don't want to do that with this information. I want you to know this so that you can establish a connection with me and so that perhaps later on when you're in a bind or you really need some advice, you can come to me for one-on-one counseling or anything that would help you move through any ruts, especially marketing, sales, all that good stuff that's really important for our business. So I'm just very clear with you about that. Um, I think that you know, people do podcasts for all kinds of reasons and all kinds of intentions. Um, I'm very straightforward. And I tell you that this is what I'm about, this is what I love doing, and I hope that it's sincerely something that can help you. Now, in last week's episode, we talked about sales conversion tactics, the con, the hustle, the exaggerations. There's some good information there about how people are trying to, uh, let's say, manipulate sales these days. 
In previous episodes, we've looked at how vulnerable should you be in your business. We've looked at why is everyone else doing better than me because the comparison game sure does come up. And a couple episodes back, I talked about the sales process. I'm going to give you an idea of the difference between cold leads, warm leads, and hot leads. I've talked about commitment and confidence and shared with you some other entrepreneurs' journeys and the crossroads they were at, the decisions they had to face. And we've talked about are you strong enough to be an entrepreneur. So these are all the topics that I've covered so far, plus more. And I will be sharing more, of course, as we go into 2018. This podcast is live every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Please subscribe uh, via whatever distribution channel you listen to, whether that's on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Overcast, Podbean, uh, just to make sure you don't miss a show and that you're, you're connected with what's going on here. So let's just get to it with these 12 business trends that are unfolding and happening as we move into 2018. Now, 2017 has been a really big year uh, in online business for video. Perhaps you've noticed that with Facebook Live, with Instagram Live, with uh, the short stories, with Zoom becoming a very important platform for people. More video and more live video is where things are headed. Now, YouTube has uh, live video features, uh, a number of, of other smaller one-on-one platforms allow you to do video, such as, of course, Skype, the original video. Uh, there's also, well, I mentioned Zoom, which I use for some of my meetings, my group meetings. I have some smaller groups, and we all meet on Zoom so that we can see each other's faces and really get the sense of each other, make a stronger connection. So Zoom has been excellent for smaller groups. Connecting uh, in private, not all video has to be done in a public platform, but that's really the trend. That's where things are going. Uh, Google Hangouts, of course, is one of the originators of this as well. So keep in mind that the more you can incorporate video into what you offer and how you connect with people is going to help with those relationship development areas and people to get a sense of you and you get a sense of them. It doesn't have to be, like I said, public. It can be private. It can be the private groups. It can be the one-on-one sessions. But video is going to continue to grow. And that's actually where Facebook is putting a lot of their development money. Uh, YouTube is continuing to take off. I mean, it's the second biggest search platform after Google. So video is really going to become the standard. And the sooner that you can step into that or even lean into that a little bit more, uh, the more comfortable you're going to be when it is more standard uh, just everywhere. So more live video and more video distribution channels and platforms are going to continue to surge. Now, the other thing that is really happening right now is that for a lot of entrepreneurs, they have to make a choice. And this is, this is true for authors, too. You have to make a choice. If you're really dedicated to this as your mainstream of income or if it's a hobby, And so in 2018, I think we're going to see the division between those who are dedicated and 100% on board versus hobbyists. Because it's one thing to have a big idea. 
It's one thing to say, I love doing this, I really want to do this and make money, and it's my passion. And then to turn it into a money-making platform requires a lot more than people expect. So I believe that as we go through 2018, we're going to have people who say, yes, I want to continue doing this, and no, I do not. Because there's been a lot of hype around, being, uh, around doing your business online. And it's, it's appeared to be easy, as some people um, have been trying to sell you. Oh, it's so easy. Just make your website and do some Facebook ads and sell this program online and make six figures. All of that is a hype, 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 that sets you up with false expectations of how this really works. And I, I, know, I know authors who are going through this too. They're like, I've written five books, and I'm not making any money, and why is that? And it's because they didn't have certain things in place. And they didn't have the right platform, or they weren't putting their money or their time in the right directions. So there's kind of this sense of we have to get real. We have to get real about this, if it's really a business for you, if it's really a hobby. I've worked with some entrepreneurs who need a lot of hand-holding. And they say, oh, I need someone to show me this, and I need to understand this, and I, I need help with this, and I need this and this and this. If that's who you are, you're maybe not an entrepreneur because entrepreneurs aren't handholders. They go out there and they figure it out and they get it done and they make mistakes and they have setbacks and they have challenges and they keep going. And I think we're going to see what we're made of in 2018. I think the whole having a grand vision has, can only get you so far and we're going to really see who's in it for the long run and who is doing a U-turn to go a different direction. I, I really believe that's going to be one of the trends in 2018. So that is my number two. Number one, video. Number two, dedicated people versus the hobbyists. My third, my third line item here is that it's important to establish more defined target markets. That means smaller niches. Specific groups, specific, specific, specific. That is what's going to get you stronger results. When we first start out, we say, oh, I'm going to reach everyone who loves to eat, you know, this kind of ice cream. And then you realize, okay, wait, I have to actually get more specific around that because that turned out to not, that didn't give me the results I wanted. I need to be clear about my target market. And at first when we're starting out, you can think, well, if I'm too niche, I'm not going to find the right people or I'm not going to get the results I want. But that's not true at all because we have tools these days that help us hone in on those niches. Uh, case in point, Facebook ads. You target, target down until you find that sweet spot. Those are the people who are looking for what you're selling. And after you find those people, then you know where to ramp up your marketing and where they are and what their needs are, and you build from there. So really, I just think more than ever, more defined target markets are going to get you stronger results. So don't be afraid to go smaller because I think you're going to see a lot more. It it's actually can be more productive than just casting a wide net and hoping you get some fish. 
It's about knowing that sweet fishing spot, right, that only you know about. You know, the best fishermen know exactly where to go to get the best catches of the day. And I think that's really what 2018 is going to require us to do, is to do testing and to do uh, to give ourselves time to figure that out so that you can get those really strong results and connect with the people who are looking for you. Number four on my list here is that I believe in 2018 there's going to be a longer sales process to get the results you want because I'm going to back that up <laughs> by saying why. We are all so overwhelmed with so much stuff in our faces these days. And how much of it do you just, you don't care about? It's too much. And you just think, oh, I don't care about this person's deal, and I don't care about this person's book, or I don't care about this person's program, unless there's something that really grabs you. Now, what I'm seeing right now, I just saw this the other day on Facebook, a Facebook ad where somebody wrote this really long story about how she struggled and how she suffered and it was so hard and she was so scared and then she did this one thing and she turned it around and bam, she made six figures. And I've heard this story multiple times in various iterations. And somebody wrote in their comments, cool fake story. And someone else wrote, how many times are people going to copy this sales trend? Or how many times are people going to copy this approach? Something like that. Because what they're trying to do is in one Facebook ad get your emotional reaction, your desperation, or your fear to lock in on that to get you to click to buy. Okay, great. If that works, great. I don't know that it's really working anymore in the ways that it used to. I really don't believe it is. I think that now we have to have sales that are based on more relationships, more on people you trust, um, it's that old adage, you know, you buy from people you know, like, and trust. And there's too many uh, things that have been trying to shortcut that, and I think that it's heavily saturated. I think that now we're going back to going slower with who we give our money to. And what am I going to get from this? And is this going to bring me the value? And is this going to deliver what they're promising? Because there are people who have been burned after paying $2,000 for a course and then they say, I never even got my questions answered or I never understood how to do what they told me <laughs> they were going to be doing. Uh, I, I've seen some real complaints about that for some top names out there, people who, were, who have a, a higher priced item and they just didn't deliver. And so that makes people gun shy. And they don't want to enter their credit card right away. They want to date you a little longer. So I think in 2018 there is going to be a longer sales process to establish the value, to have people get to know you and trust you, and also to not get burned and to not spend money on something that is just going to what they're afraid will be a waste of money. So keep that in mind that maybe you need to implement a four or six paid or six step sales process instead of a three step sales process. Number five here on my list diversify your content across 
more platforms, media, and distribution channels. Now this has to do with being in more places so more people can find you. But this doesn't mean you just cast a wide net. It means once you know where your people are and who they are, you go to them or you go to the places that they hang out and you, you have to take steps to diversify what you're selling. So that can mean, for example, okay, you have your website, your blog, and social media. Uh, maybe you do a podcast. Maybe you start doing more video and you put it on YouTube or you do more Instagram. Um, you, you are on Snapchat more if that's where your target market is. You have your uh, digital versions of your books, and then you have your paperback versions, and now you're ready for audiobooks. You diversify your content. You put it across more places for more people to find it. That doesn't mean you create new content. You take what is selling and you diversify it across more platforms and more distribution channels. It's about going wider. And I think that's important in 2018 um, to be able for more people to find you, to find your services, to find your offerings, and to find your books. Number six, I think there's going to be some new trends in email marketing because all of our inboxes are way too saturated, way too saturated, too much email, especially if you are getting email from retailers. Um, anyone who sells something tends to send a lot of emails, right? And that's a big category because everyone's trying to sell something. I mean, you just kind of know when you go to your inbox, okay, who wants my money today? So I think there's going to be some trends in email marketing that could be even shorter emails uh, or emails that require you to take a certain action um, that are it's very clear and, and clean. So it will be interesting to see how email marketing changes in 2018 because, frankly, I just go – when I go to my email, I just skim it, and it's very – it's not too often that I even open emails anymore. I don't always see a lot of value in it. So we're looking at how we can add more value to our emails um, to increase the engagement, to increase those open rates, the click-through rates, and ultimately the conversion rates, which is, which is getting people to buy. So I think that that's going to be something that changes in 2018 is that people are just overwhelmed by too much email. And, and they don't want to give their email address just to get something. So I think that's going to be a big area of change as we move through 2018. Moving on here to number seven, business with a conscious connection. This means that people are aware more than ever of how everything is connected, and they do look to see how a business is giving back. Now, this isn't new. This is something that's really important to millennials. They look for that, um, you know, well, what are you doing to give back to your community, to give back to the world? Are you connected with a charity? Do you have a nonprofit? Are you, um, do you have a foundation? All of that is going to keep growing in 2018 because we've seen what greed does 
and we've seen what too much power does. You know, and we've all seen how things have have fallen because they've been corrupt. I mean, you, Wall Street, right? You look at how the big banks fell years ago, and and now we're rebuilding some structures in our society that help us look at how does this actually help people and does it give back in some capacity? I think people have that on their radar more than ever. Um, I think that's something that could even be unconscious, but when you see it with a company, you, you're, you feel more secure. They feel more trustworthy. I think that's just going to become the norm, that it's going to be the expectation that a business does something to give back or that you as an entrepreneur are connected with, with something that gives back or, or with something that is bigger than you. So just keep that on your radar to see what shows up or if that connects with you. But I think that's really what consumers are looking for, that that's becoming the norm, is, that, is to look for business with a conscious connection to something bigger. Number eight, offline connections. We can only do so much online. We need to see each other's eyeballs face-to-face. We need to touch and shake hands and be in each other's presence. I think the offline connections are going to grow in 2018 because we've done a lot online for the past decade. And more and more people want to meet in person, whether that's in a community or at a retreat or they want to do something where they're establishing personal relationships with people they meet online. And I think that's going to really continue in 2018 because we've become much more savvy with technology. We're used to seeing pictures. We're becoming more accustomed to seeing videos. Well, now we want to see faces in person in front of us and and essentially take the relationships to the next level. So I think offline connections, in-person gatherings are going to be really big uh, as 2018 and 2019 move us forward. Number nine here on my list. There's a lot of big online groups out there. And they've been growing for years. I'm specifically thinking of Facebook groups where there's 15,000 people. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that maybe we joined, we became a part of. We had an interest in it and said, I want to know more about this, or I want to learn about this, or yes, these are my people. And then you were there for a while and you understood a little bit about the dynamics or the vibe of the group. And now you're thinking, maybe this isn't worth my time or this isn't what I thought it was. And this could be very true for your work in your business, is that you, you want groups, you want group interactions um, to connect with readers, to connect with your clients, to connect with people of like mind, but you want it to be quality. I think in 2018 there's going to be a reassessment of what is quality and where do you want to put your energy and what online groups or membership areas are really right for you and worth your time 
and you want to be alerted to them, right? I know that on, say, Facebook and YouTube, you get an alert when somebody is live. If you follow their channel or their group, that tells you when they're live. And you could think, oh, I just don't care about that topic or I'm not into that anymore. So there's this reassessment going on of where do you want to focus in your energy now because it's good for your business, it's good for your work, it's good for your clients, it's good for your readers. And it's cutting the fat, cutting away what isn't necessary. Don't be afraid to cut back in 2018 because we can only do so much in a day. We can only have so many commitments. And you have to focus on growing your business and time for your clients, time for your work. And do do too many things take you away from that? So there's a reassessment here of group work, of commitments, and understand that it's okay to say no. It's okay to step back. And to use that, that additional time and energy for what does count, for what is required of you in order to make more money, to deliver more value, to grow your programs or your products, to really focus in on that part of it even more. So that is number nine, the reassessing, the reassessing. I will be posting this list on my blog, by the way, and my website, online is where you can find it. That's also where you can find um, more videos, more webinars, more resources that I offer you. So please check that out. And when you sign in for the uh, video library, you'll find different videos for authors and different videos for entrepreneurs, although I recommend cross-referencing them because there are topics that pertain to you, uh, whether you are an author or entrepreneur, that might be in the other category. See, my philosophy is that authors are entrepreneurs, and a lot of entrepreneurs want to be authors. So it goes together. (laughs) That's that's where I'm going here. Um, So that was number nine, was reassessing. Number ten, this one is really for authors. The next two are really for authors. Uh, Number nine is uh, shorter books. Shorter books. That has been the trend actually for a while now. Um, That's because a lot of people have been doing novellas. They've been writing. um, Some people have done serials, which are different than a series, uh, but they've been doing a serials. Uh, Many people do a series of books. You know, book one, book two, book three, book four, book five. A lot of it is moving towards shorter books, but they should still have the full value, and the full story. And when you write shorter books, you can produce more. And the more you can produce, the more you can sell. So that's important to understand is that, especially for indie authors, you know, you can, you can write as fast as you want. And so you can produce a number of books in a year that satisfy your readership. Some genres have very thirsty readers. I know authors who write a book a month, and that's, that's their pace. That works for them. That's not true for everyone, of course, but they don't write the long books. They write shorter books, and that's what their audience wants. 
I think there's going to be more of a trend for that. Shorter books uh, for a very engaged readership. If that's your genre, make the most of that. You know, make that work for you. Because, again, the more you can produce, the more you can sell. Number 11, also for authors, uh, more paperbacks. It is, the pendulum is swinging back to paperbacks. There has been an increase in paperback sales uh, since 2016. People want to hold in their hands the real book, and they can order it through Amazon or Barnes & Noble or any online distribution platform. But that is, that is something that's coming back and that's been growing in numbers. So it's worth it to have your book in paperback form. You also can get a really nice profit margin on paperbacks. And with paperbacks, people will buy more than one copy. Maybe they're going to buy three copies, keep one for themselves, and distribute two to their friends. So paperbacks are coming back. Make sure that's on your priority list. Make sure you have that already going for you in your business as an author because you you will never regret it. And it, it has that sense of you're a real author. You know, like when you can really hold your own book in your hand, when you see it on the shelf, when you see your name on the spine, all of that really matters. There, there's been a huge um, urgency to create a lot of Kindle books or digital books. And that actually relates to my previous point here about people writing shorter books. They write shorter digital books. But paperbacks are still important. And they, they validate you and they get you out there as an author and you can be in, of course, bookstores. Um, but they matter to consumers, to readers. So don't only focus on the digital version. The paperback matters. And then if you also have time and a willingness, audiobooks, of course, have a very dedicated listenership. They are a different audience that you reach that you wouldn't normally find through through a digital or paperback version. So they're yet again another, another audience. Um, so audiobooks are worth it. You can produce those on your own through ACX. That's A-C as in cat, X.com. That is a company that is now owned by Amazon, and it distributes you to Amazon, Audible, and iTunes. They have different ways to produce your audiobook. So check that out. If you want to get further distribution, reach more of your target market and find more people who would be willing to buy what you're selling. Okay, so that was number 11, and here's number 12. Number 12 is mobile everything in 2018. Everything should be accessible on the mobile phone, your mobile device. Whether that is a program you're selling, a webinar, your books, um, people should be able to buy from your, from your online store from their phone. Everything should be accessible on a phone, and that's only going to become more standard. You know, just follow how 
Instagram is rising in popularity and how it is home. It's, it, it's home to 500 million users daily. People are always on their phone, right? You're always, we're always texting, not while we drive. No, never while we drive. But, you know, you're on your phone texting. You can watch a video on your phone. You can read. You want to buy. If you see something and you want it, you want to buy it right now on your phone. So you, as an entrepreneur, as an author, you want to be on that bandwagon. You want to make sure that everything for your products are mobile, mobile friendly, and that means your website, your online store, your email sign up, your videos, anything people can watch, and 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 just any way they can engage with you. Expect it to be through their phone. In fact, I was looking at the stats for one of my email lists. I have multiple email lists, and over. open my emails on their phones, and most of them are iPhones. You can find this stat on your email service provider's um, account too. And you can see how mobile, mobile usage is really the standard. So in 2018, just remember, when you're making something, when you're creating it, can people see this on their phone? And more importantly, can they buy it on their phone? And that is so important because that's where everything's going. Everything's getting faster, more immediate, such as video, and it's getting smaller onto the smaller screens of our phones. So that's where we're headed. That's what's happening. That's what's been the trend in the making here and where we're going to see even more opportunities in 2018. So I'm going to quickly review here this list of 12. And again, you'll find this showing up soon on my uh, mollymccord.online website and blog. So number one, we talked about more video and more live video, whether that's Facebook Live, Instagram Live, Zoom, um, you know, Skype, Google Hangouts, YouTube Live. Video is everywhere. Number two, we're going to see who is dedicated and who is not, who is in it for the long run of building up their business and who realizes this is just a hobby and I can't do it anymore. It's not for me. I think that's going to be um, a crossroads and a decision point for a number of people. Number three, You want to focus on more defined target markets, those smaller niches that are going to get you stronger results. And you can do that by narrowing in on ads and and such with Facebook ads and any of these platforms that allows you to get really small with your niche to see who responds, who's engaged, and who's interested. So more defined target markets. Number four, longer sales process. Because we've been burned, we want to make sure we trust someone. We want to make sure they have a a value they deliver. And that means that you want to make sure that you're able to stay with somebody through a longer sales process, that you continue to hold your customer's hand without applying too much pressure or giving an ultimatum too early. 
I mean, think about you're dating somebody, and all of a sudden they're like, well, are we going to get married or not? And you're like, whoa, we've been on three days. So a longer sales process is going to be important in 2018. Number five, diversify your content across more platforms, media, and distribution channels, essentially so that you can be in more places and more of your target market can find you. Number six, new trends in email marketing that change how we engage with our inbox because we're just all too saturated with email these days. There's too much. It doesn't have the same effectiveness as it used to. Number seven, business with a conscious connection. And this just means that people are more aware of the giving back and the sense of the bigger picture of your work and your business and how it makes a contribution to the world. That's an important thing as we move ahead here in the years to come. Number eight, offline connections, those in-person gatherings where you can shake someone's hand, see them in person, get a sense of them. We really want that. I think people are actually hungry for that. So the offline connections are going to continue to grow. Number nine, a shrinking down of your commitments, reassessing your commitments, reassessing the groups you're in, the memberships, where you have time commitments, and saying, you know what, I can't do that anymore. I have to focus on what gets me my results. So cutting the fat and reassessing that, okay, this is not worth my time anymore. Number 10, shorter books. Writing shorter books so you can produce more products. Number 11, more paperbacks uh, and or more audiobooks. This pertains to number five where you're diversifying your content across more platforms. But more paperbacks is because of the trend in paperback sales increasing and that people really want uh, those quality books in their hands these days. They don't always want to be reading on a screen, and they don't always want to be holding a device. And then number 12, mobile everything. Mobile everything because the truth is we all are addicted to our phones. We look at our phones way too much, and that's where we're headed. And so you want to make sure that you can engage with people through that mobile device. So keep that in mind when you're creating content and, and know that it matters that we can, we can have that instant connection with people no matter where they are and that you can um, be able to make money and sell your products because of that, because you have a mobile-friendly platform. So 12, we covered 12 business trends here uh, to keep an eye on through 2018. And some of these we've already been seeing in 2017, but I really think they're going to continue and accelerate. Now, next week on the show, I'm going to talk about something that's going to that kind of connects with all this, which is the topic is, why do I feel so uncomfortable promoting my work? Have you ever felt that? Have you ever felt awkward or not sure of yourself when you have to share what you do? Well, I'm going to talk about that a little bit more in next week's episode. I hope you'll join me for that. Otherwise, be sure and go back and listen to any episodes that you missed. You can download them. You can binge listen um, and catch up so that you, you get some of these topics that I've covered. 
And you can also follow along over at mollymccord.online. You can listen to the podcast there, um, as well as subscribe and sign up for my videos. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you got a lot of good information from this episode. And I look forward to connecting with you next week as we meet here next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Thanks, everyone, and I will see you back here soon. Take good care and have a great week. Bye-bye.